0: Gene, I have a question for you. Go ahead. This is from Stressed Potato on YouTube. (laughs) Let's... Stressed Potato. During closing arguments, why hadn't Johnny's lawyers play Amber's testimony from yesterday, admitting to writing the op-ed about Johnny for the jury?
1: You know, I don't know why they didn't do that. I think that's a very good point to counter the argument that was coming out from uh, Mr. Rottenborn that that article really was a a global comment about domestic abuse and it really wasn't Designed to uh, affect his reputation because that's what they got to show it was designed to hurt and harm Johnny Depp I don't know why they didn't play that that's a very good question Yeah,
0: because a lot of our viewers were saying that was a little bit of a slip-up from Amber Heard and talking about what again We are going to take all your questions this hour But to give you a sense of what you might have missed here's a portion of Johnny Depp's uh, teams his closing argument from earlier this morning Take a look
2: mountain of evidence that Mr. Depp abused Ms. Heard is simply not there. What we have is a mountain of unproven allegations that are wild, over the top, and implausible. And you can't pick and choose which of these wild allegations to believe and which ones to disregard. You either believe all of it or none of it. Either Mr. Depp sexually assaulted Ms. Heard with a bottle in Australia, or Ms. Heard got up on that stand in front of all of you and made up that horrific tale of abuse. Either she's a victim of truly horrific abuse, or she is a woman who is willing to say absolutely anything. It is disturbing to think that Ms. Hurd would make up the horrific tales of abuse that she testified to in this courtroom. But this case doesn't come down to whether you believe Ms. Heard or you believe Mr. Depp. This case comes down to whether you believe Ms. Heard, or you believe Mr. Depp, Christy Dombrowski, Sean Bett, Malcolm Connolly, Travis McGivern, Starling Jenkins, Keenan Wyatt, Dr. Kipper, nurses Debbie Lloyd and Aaron Filotti, Tara Roberts, Ben King, Kate James, Kate Moss, Dr. Kolber, Morgan Knight. Morgan Tremaine, Officers Melissa Sines, Officers Tyler Haddon, Officer William Gatlin, and Beverly Leonard. What Ms. Heard testified to in this courtroom is a story of far too many women. But the overwhelming evidence and weight of that evidence shows that it's not her story. It's not Miss Heard's story.
0: Okay, a powerful moment there from Camille Vasquez saying, you have to believe that Amber Heard is telling the truth and everyone else is not telling the truth. Uh, We're getting more of your questions right now on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, uh, Facebook, however you want to send them in. I have a question from Tammy Japink from YouTube. Did the judge just tell Amber's team that they only had six minutes left? That is correct. So there are time limits here for these closing arguments. Amber's team only has six minutes left for a rebuttal closing argument. Johnny Depp's team, 39 minutes. That's exactly how we know how much longer these closing arguments are going to go before deliberations begin. Okay, Catherine Lozardo, I have a question for you from Declan Cooley on Facebook. Did Amber's team deliberately misuse the term malice to mean maliciousness? Isn't that trying to mislead the jury?
3: Exactly. I caught on that, and we were talking about that during the break, that when uh, Ellen Bredehoff actually used malice to show sinister, that's not what actual malice is in this case, because we're talking about defamation. Remember that Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are public figures. That's why the element of actual malice is included in the jury instructions. But actual malice means that you made the statement False and knowing that it's so false and with such reckless reckless disregard that it's tantamount to willful disregard of truth. But when she used it in her closing, she said, "You know that Waldman, when he threw the paper at Amber Heard, that's malice. That that's sinister. That's not what malice is." And you can see Camille and Ben Chu talking and trying to figure out, "Are we going to object here or not?" Maybe we'll hear that in the rebuttal. And they should put that in their rebuttal.
0: They really should. That's such an important term. That's really the whole case. That's why when we talk about defamation, that actual malice standard is so important for the jury to understand the definition, and it's a really high definition, it's a really high standard. Okay, so now I'm going to go to you, Dina. Uh, We have a a question from one of our Twitch followers, Corporal Rollmops. What do they object to in a closing argument? I read somewhere that this can be seen as unprofessional. So do you think Johnny Depp's side looks bad since they objected a lot more?
4: You know, I think that Elaine was doing a fantastic job and I say that as somebody who I think that Amber Heard was probably going to lose her case because of how many inconsistencies she has. But the way she had the facts and the legal arguments and I think Johnny Depp's team realized that and they were trying to make sure that if she said anything it was you know really held to a high standard. But that could have really backfired because the jury wants to hear this. This is their last chance to kind of hear an uninterrupted version of events and it makes it look like they're that um, they have to it looks a little bit desperate I think the number of times they objected to her
0: yeah and I'll tell you what Jean. I'll throw another question sure. one mm. of our followers from Mexico uh, ah. This is one of, uh, somebody who tweeted us this is from at amazing Andy amazing Andy I thought you couldn't object on closing arguments why did Johnny Depp's attorneys do it hola from Mexico
1: oh uh, I was just in Mazelan. um There's two reasons why you object. One, the uh, attorney for the other side is misstating the law. The other reason is uh, they're misstating facts, grossly misstating facts. And there's actually a third reason, which is nefarious. An attorney is doing it to put the other side off stride. And i got to say this. uh, Mr. Chu made some objections that I thought were okay. They were overruled, as I understand it. But you cross the line when you make too many objections during closing. I make very few because I think it looks bad in the eyes of the jury. You're trying to hide it. And if I'm getting up to respond to them, you know I'm going to address what they said. So that's a
0: really good point, and now we're talking about what the response is going to be. Uh, Dean, I'll go to you. Uh, we have somebody from Twitch, it's AMIA2837. Do you think Team Amber can actually do something with that six minutes that they have left over in the rebuttal? I don't think they could push anything out. Johnny Depp's team was smart with how they arranged their time.
4: And time has been such a big issue, this whole case, and how ironic it might be if it comes down to strategy of literally just time. Like I said, I think that uh, Elaine did a really strong uh, open, you know, closing, the initial part of it. So we'll see. I, I think it is gonna hurt them that they only have six minutes. They're gonna have to be really strategic on which points, and there's a lot of points, to rebut.
0: And we're seeing reporting from I guess the camera that, that Elaine Brederhoff might have been surprised by how much time they actually have left maybe they didn't actually strategize the right way there uh, okay Catherine Lazardo. this is from at tweak on twitch this is actually from Twitter why do you think herd has what seems like an impulse with staring posing to the camera and have you ever seen anything similar in other cases I've never seen someone stare with so much hatred and disdain also what do you think of her denying smirking and laughing in uh, last and? her last testimony?
3: Yes. We tell our clients uh, to go ahead and make sure you make contact, right? But you can only do that to a certain extent without looking uh, weird or nefarious or looking uh, like you're smirking, which is what's happening here. I think you have to do that authentically, and it's not coming across authentic when she does that. And when she says she's not smirking, unfortunately, we see something like that on the air and it's it's our interpretation of what it's going to look like, or what we think she's doing, um, and it doesn't look like smirking, or maybe that's her nervous uh, way of showing her emotion. As we see, Johnny Depp sometimes would smirk or laugh too, but we see understand that when he's uh, when a very crucial fact that is emotional or hard to digest comes up, that he has a tendency to smile or smirk, and that's that's their tendency.
0: Wow, they're both performers, we can't be, you know, that surprised. I'm going to do a favor right now for one of our YouTubers. I mainly just want Jesse to read this name on air, Lucy Megapint. Are we surprised, Lucy McAfee? We knew where that came from. But Lucy does have a question. Are we on lunch or are we in deliberations? We are in lunch. There's still a rebuttal, closing arguments. We're not quite in the deliberation phase yet. So Gene, I go to you now. This is uh, another question that we have. It's an interesting one. This is from Mira Noel on YouTube. Are the juries allowed to talk publicly if they want to? I don't know the official ruling yet on what's gonna happen (laughs) afterwards, but assuming they are allowed to speak publicly,
1: do you think that they should? All right. Let me uh, do the first, the second question first. I don't think they should in a high-profile case like this. The first question is yes. In Virginia, I, ju- I talked to a juror a couple days ago, who was the fourth person of a jury I had in March and uh, early April. So in Virginia, unless there's a court order otherwise, state jurors can be called. You can interview them, and they can they can run their mouth and do whatever they want. Even at the federal level, and when I was an assistant U.S. attorney, we could not call the jurors, but they could talk to the public if they wanted to.
0: It's an interesting question, given the high-profile nature of this case and you know, kind of what we're seeing outside with a lot of people having strong opinions here. Um, all right, Dina, before we hit a break, I want to go to you real quick from Facebook. This is from Esther Matthew. Depp's lawyers lacked a bit of emotion during their closing argument. you think this is an issue?
4: Depp's lawyers? You know, I actually thought that... Um, Uh, Benjamin Chu gave a lot of emotion there at the end of his opening. It almost sounded, the camera wasn't on his face, but when he talked about how he has lost his reputation and his name and mentioned his children, there was a long pause. And then after he spoke, it really sounded like he was choked up. And that was the very end of his closing. And then him and Johnny Depp embraced. So I actually thought that that was quite emotional for a lawyer during uh, closing arguments. And, And definitely more than we've seen on, from Amber Heard's team so far
0: and let's see what happens with the rebuttal closings after lunch all right we're gonna hit a break uh, before we do want to let you know that we have a not even a question yeah kind of a question for you uh, Gene Jean from twitch garage four six one eight one oh eight Jean how
1: tall are you man Too tall. Too tall is the answer. Okay, okay. I'm 5'10", and I wish I were 6'5", because I would have played in the NBA. 40-41, slash Bianchi. You should have told them (laughs) 6'8". That makes me
0: look so short right now. All right, guys. We have to hit a break. We're going to take your questions. YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook. Get them over to us. Email them to us. We'll answer them on air. We'll be right back.